we are actually launching a new innovation these days, which we call transportation process automation. And we believe that it's a logical next step of visibility. And this is actually the future. Making transportation process automation is about relying on high data quality, real-time high data quality to make visibility actionable, to be able to take a decision uh, with accurate visibility. Welcome to the Future of Supply Chain podcast from SAP, which peers into the horizon of industry progress. In our last episode, we've talked about investing in tomorrow's supply chains with refashioned benches, and I'm even more excited that today we're talking to a really cool tech company. My name is Sinto, a passionate supply chain marketer, blogger, and podcaster here at SAP. By my side today is my remarkable colleague and co-host, Nicole, and together we are honored to welcome Lucien Bess, a distinguished guest whose expertise will illuminate the path to a better supply chain future. Look forward to an insightful conversation full of innovative ideas and inspiring perspectives. But before we start, please introduce yourself. Nicole, over to you. Thank you so much for the kind words, Sin. So hi, I'm Nicole Smite, and as Sin mentioned, today we're joined by Lucien Bess from Chapeo. So welcome, Lucien, and thank you so much for joining us today. It is so great to have you on the series. If you could just take a moment to introduce yourself, give some insight into your previous roles and what you do today. Great. No, thanks both for having me. Nice to meet you, Nicole and Zin. Um, so I'm Lucien Bess. I'm one of the co-founders of Shipio, uh, acting as CEO since eight years in the company. So we created Shipio in 2015, 16, and we started really from a, a blank page. Uh, I don't have any supply chain background, to be honest, but I, I've learned supply chain since then. And we really started from a blank page trying to understand what was the biggest pain point in the industry back then. And talking to a lot of companies, carriers, shippers, logistics service providers, we quickly understood that the need for visibility was absolutely crucial. And the idea to bring the same level of visibility that what you have into the B2C when you are ordering some stuff on the internet clearly came out as the first need of the market. And that's why we developed in 2015 and until now, one of the world leading real-time transportation visibility platform to help any company in the world gain more visibility on their shipments. Awesome. Well, as you know, and many know nowadays, supply chain has become one of the hottest topics in our world with it making headlines for many different reasons, both good and bad. <laughs> But executives have now been tasked with putting this at the top of their priority list moving into the future. But with that, as you know, comes with a set of challenges that they have to overcome. So when talking about supply chain, what, in your opinion, are the top three challenges that managers have faced in 2023 so far and then will continue to face during the of the year? First, I think you said something that is very true, Nicole, is that supply chain is a hot topic and it's becoming a board level topic. And I'm very glad to see that because, to be honest, when we created the company many years ago, it was definitely not the case. So for good and ba or good or bad reason, it became a hot topic in the industry. And I think a lot of companies with all the disruptions that we saw happening understood that supply chain in the organization was not just a cost, like hidden somewhere into their P&L, it was an asset. And when you consider supply chain not being a cost, but being an asset, you don't want to reduce it, you want to leverage it. I think that's what a lot of companies understood in the past two years because of two things. The first thing is the rise of new customer expectations. Uh, I've talked about that in my production. The B2C and the B2B being completely mixed up these days. If you are waiting for a truck into a chemical distribution center on a Monday morning, you want the same level of visibility as uh, for the pair of shoes that you order on Sunday laying on your couch. And that's exactly what all of our customers are experiencing. They want the same level of visibility. So that's the first thing that is really driving all of our conversations these days. 
is the rise of new customer expectations. And of course, most of our customers are producing, selling commodities because everything is becoming a commodity in this world. You can always find an alternative to the product you are buying. But the thing that you cannot copy and which is very hard to find is a great customer experience. And so most of our customers, which are in the chemical industry, in the building material industry, in retail, in automotive, which are all somehow commoditized industry, they want to provide to their customers the greatest customer experience possible. And that's what we are trying to achieve with them. And that's what visibility is all about. Visibility is leveraging your supply chain to provide a greater experience to your customers. So that's, that's, I would say, challenge number one is how to better serve your customers because supply chain was in the past all about profitability. I want to use my supply chain to reach profitability. Today's supply chain is about profitability. It's about customer experience. It's about resilience. And I will come back to that in a minute. Um, and it's about uh, employee experience as well. Because if you want to attract the best employees in your company, you need to have a supply chain that works and you need to be able to leverage your supply chain. And so going from this profitability focus to customer experience and resilience drove, I think, the need for visibility on the market. So I've talked about customer uh, experience. And I think the second topic is definitely supply chain resilience. And what is resilience? Resilience is the ability for an organization to adapt to a sudden change, right? Uh, and to make sure that this sudden change into the organization will not impact upstream or downstream all of their supply chain processes and the way they serve their customers. And this is what we are trying to achieve with visibility, making sure that our customers and the customer using our platform can actually better anticipate the disruption that is coming and can improve the supply chain resilience of the organization. And I think this is the second big topic that we are seeing, and it's nothing new. I mean, you've heard that since two, three years uh, reading the press. There is disruption everywhere. And the fact that there is disruption everywhere means that an organization needs to take a decision every two minutes. If you are in a supply chain department today, you need to take a decision every two minutes. Whether you need to reorganize your clothes, whether you need to find a new carrier, whether you need to provide an answer to your supplier or to your customer, you need to basically take a decision every two minutes. 10 or 15 years ago, you had a planning. You were pressing a button, uh, you were executing this plan, and more or less the plan was executing according to what you expected. It's absolutely not true anymore because of everything that you know, COVID, supplier shortage, the sudden need for sustainability, all these stuff are completely changing the way supply chain managers are operating. So that's the second challenge on top of customer expectation, resilience. And I think the third one is, is the one that I've just mentioned a minute ago is sustainability. I mean, this is becoming for any supply chain manager or any leader in the world, one of the biggest topics in their agenda. And of course, you know that supply chain is a huge part, unfortunately, of the CO2 emission worldwide. And if you are a big organization and you have an objective to go net zero in two or three years, which is one of the key objectives of many companies in this world, you are going to put supply chain as a first area of focus. And so the way you operate your supply chain when you try to reduce CO2 emission is completely different from the way you operate supply chain when you don't have any focus on sustainability. So I think that's kind of the three main challenges that we are seeing today on the market. Great insights. So if we stay with the topic challenges, you mentioned number one, customer experience, second, resilience, and third, sustainability. So in your opinion, what can supply chain managers do to defy these challenges? I think the first thing that they need to do, and it's all coming back to the ship topic, but it's really the foundation is knowing what's happening into the organization. Again, you know the famous sentence, if you cannot measure, you cannot improve, etc. This is really the fundamental of every action plan that you are trying to lay down. 
you need to understand what's happening into your organization. So when we talk about customer experience, it means that you need to understand when your customers are going to be delivered before giving them a great experience. If we talk about resilience, you need to be able to anticipate the disruption. If we talk about sustainability, you need to be able to measure your CO2 footprint, right? So the need for accurate data, I think, is one of the biggest challenges that we see at our customers. There are many, 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 many softwares on the market today providing sustainability reports, providing visibility, etc. But the key and the holy grail, I would say, is an accurate data. It's, it's all about what we call data quality. How can you have data that is accurate, that is complete, that is reliable to be able to take the right decision? And I think that's the first thing that a supply chain manager needs to think about when they are selecting a solution or while they are trying to find something to solve these challenges is what about the data I'm going to get from this solution? Is it going to be reliable, etc.? Is it going to be complete? Is it going to be accurate? And this is definitely the first challenge. I think the second challenge is to change a little bit the paradigm in the way you are working. And I, I was talking a minute ago about taking a decision every two minutes. That's a completely new paradigm that you need to, you need to think about when you are a supply chain managers. And so the world where you were, again, trying to execute a planning, it's a joke, but you are going to play golf, you come back two weeks after and you believe that the planning is executed, is completely dead. And so you absolutely need to make sure that the way you take your decision is based on facts and is dynamic. So dynamic decision-making is extremely important, which means that if you combine visibility with dynamic decision-making, you can start having an impact on resilience. You can start having an impact on all this stuff. And I think this is the second thing that the suppression manager needs to focus on is dynamic decision-making, which is, I think, extremely important. And the third thing that they need to care about is what is the impact of my decision today on my company tomorrow, and especially in terms of sustainability. So in the last few years or a few years ago, when you were buying transportation, for example, you were thinking about cost and, and quality of what you are buying mostly cost for many companies, which is, which is fine. You need to think about cost and you need to optimize your cost. Today, you need to think about cost. You need to think about quality and you need to think about sustainability. And this is a complete shift of paradigm as well, because when you need to integrate this into your reasoning, uh, it makes a huge change on the decisions that you are taking. So I think that's a few things that I see with, with my customers on the way they are trying to change the way they work, thinking about the customer, thinking about how can I have this dynamic decision-making framework and what is the impact on my decision uh, versus another decision that might be more sustainable than the one that I'm trying to take. So that, that's the kind of thing that I'm seeing today on the market. So you just mentioned the decision that you're going to make today has an impact on the decision and the results of tomorrow. So if we stay with resilience a little bit more, that is currently a very big topic in the supply chain. And so in your opinion, why do you think resilience is so important and how can it be achieved also based on the data that you can get? As you said, decision based on facts and it's kind of dynamic decision that you need to do to cope with your future and to cope with your future scenario and future crisis and disruption and so on and so forth. I think resilience is definitely one of the central piece in today's organization. For the simple reason that I've already mentioned, which is you need to be in a dynamic decision-making process. Because of all the disruption, I mean, and usually the word resilience goes with disruption. I mean, if you want to achieve resilience, you need to anticipate the disruption 
and you need to be able to take decisions very, very fast. And you, you cannot wait for the destruction to happen and then take the decision. It's already too late. And so the resilience, the concept of resilience is to make sure that your supply chain can bend but cannot break, right? Mm -hmm. And you need to take the right decision before it breaks. And so the ability to have, again, this dynamic decision-making process is critical. And in order to achieve that, you need to have real-time data. Not just data, but real-time data. You know, having historical data is nice and it's absolutely necessary to run some analytics, to make some better decisions for the future. But resilience needs real-time data. You need to understand what is happening into your supply chain, not 10 minutes ago, but as we speak. And sometimes to understand what will happen in 10 minutes or in two hours or in 10 days, right? So I think the need to have real-time data and sometimes predictive data is absolutely critical. And that's why one of the key elements of our product offering at Shipeo is the ETA, the estimated time of arrival of a shipment. Because if the ETA is off by two days or two hours or, or sometimes two minutes, the impact on your supply chain organization can be absolutely critical. And so that's what we need to do. And that's what we are trying to achieve with our customers, giving them the possibility to take a decision in real time based on real time and sometimes forecasted or predicted data. It's amazing. And I completely agree, especially from a visibility and tying into resiliency as well. I think it can stem at both the corporate and the consumer level. I know I'm very guilty of checking that ETA of my packages. You know, I'm like, okay, it's on the truck. It's up for delivery. Okay, it's finally here. This is amazing. So I think it can be at that smaller level. And of course, at a corporate level with the packages, with the trucks and anything very important to production. So completely agree. And visibility is just becoming another very important topic in the supply chain world, especially that end-to-end -end visibility. So those with that holistic view of their supply chain can see value add from all angles. And I'm sure you can agree, you know, with greater inventory control, like you mentioned earlier, better customer experience and satisfaction, and as well as employee experience, and of course, shorter cycle times, you know, just to name a few. So in your opinion, is visibility now no, no longer a nice to have, but instead a must have? And why do you believe so? Definitely, it's the must-have. To be honest, I don't even know if it was ever nice to have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with all the things that you, we, we've talked a lot about customer experience, and so maybe a few years ago, it could have been a nice to have if you only think about visibility through the prism of customer experience. Mm -hmm. right? But if you think about customer, if you think about visibility through the prism of customer experience and supply chain excellence or supply chain efficiency, it's definitely not a nice to have. You've mentioned some of the benefits that are pretty true, uh, Nicole. You mentioned better supply chain planning, inventory optimization, personal efficiency, cash flow management that can have also a huge impact. There's a lot of things on which visibility or for which visibility is critical. So definitely, if you look at the benefits that our customers are getting from the solution, it's absolutely not uh, a nice to have. I mean, you've mentioned about you like uh, updating your website every two minutes to see where is your package. Maybe that's a nice to have in the B2C sometimes, but if you translate this experience of you checking your package every two minutes into someone trying to locate a truck into an automotive plant, you will realize that not having your package or not having your part on time can have an impact that is huge on the organization, right? So I've mentioned the automotive industry, which is one of the most critical industry, but you can translate the story of a late shipment into any industry. And you will realize that the impact on the PNL of the company 
can be critical. So definitely, it's a, I think it's a must-have for many organizations. And it's also a must-have for another reason is that we believe that supply chain visibility and transportation visibility is an ecosystem. So we don't have the ambition to do everything by our own for the single reason that uh, the data that we have can benefit a lot of other third-party systems. So you know that extremely well at SAP, you have your TMS suite, you have WMS, you have supply chain optimization, you have supply chain planning system. All these systems uh, that you have at SAP, they need visibility at some point in the process, right? And so we also believe that when you have visibility, you can accelerate the ROI of all the other systems you are using in your supply chain organization. And in that regard, it's also a must-have. Cool. So if we look at the market for real-time transportation visibility, which has recently emerged from the emergent technology stage and the adoption of visibility technologies over the past few years, I mean, you as a startup tapping in that industry. So are you also dealing with some of the supply chain managers who are still hesitant to implement this technology uh, because they haven't used it in the past? And how can you convince them still to use Shapiro's RTTB platform to enable these managers to help them to monitor the aforementioned, what you just had about the challenges and using the data, like real-time data and predictive data to give them a real insight of when the goods will be delivered at what time and where it is right now. We don't have that much difficulty to convince the customer about why visibility is important. And I'm saying that with a very low ego, it's not because it was great. <laughs> when you ask a supply chain manager, do you want to know where your container is or where your truck is, etc.?" No one will say no, honestly. Mm. At least I haven't found someone yet that, that said no to me on this question. So where is my shipment? When will it arrive? This is, I would say, the basic of any discussion we are having and everyone is aligned with that. Then the question is, and I think that's basic question when you are buying a solution or buying a software, is it the right time for me to implement the solution if I look at my IT landscape, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I might want to implement another solution before this one, etc. My answer to the customer is that everything starts with having r the right data into your systems. So visibility should come first before any other system, before, because it's really the foundation of your supply chain organization. So that's one question that we get. Is it the right time for me if I look at my IT landscape? Uh, then you have typical questions, you know, about prioritization of resources internally, et cetera. And then we always do something because that's also a very fair question from customers is what will be the true ROI from this solution? I completely understand that it will bring benefit to my customers. I will be able to increase customer satisfaction. But then you have all the benefits that Nicole mentioned before, inventory optimization, resource allocation, cash flow management, et cetera. What is the true ROI and the true impact of visibility on these topics? And that's why we also spend, uh, during our, our sales cycle with our customers, we also spend a good amount of time drafting some business cases with our customers because we want to make sure that they understand the true value of visibility and not just it's going to be a truck on the map that I'm going to be able to follow and that's nice. It's much more than that. If you take into your processes, your supply chain, sometimes your industrial processes, you will realize what is the true impact of visibility. And this is huge. I mean, we are talking about sometimes dozens of millions of dollars that are saved per year at our customers. Mm -hmm. This is really very important into the discussion we are having as well. That's great. And actually, I know you mentioned earlier too that you work with a lot of chemical manufacturers as well. And I actually have experience in the chemical industry and that visibility is 
so, so valuable, especially with the, you know, the chemicals and the temperature at which it has to get kept. You know, some have to be below freezing, some have to be kept at a certain, if it goes above this, it's very hazardous. So just having that insight and that intel is invaluable. So it's really interesting and intriguing to see just what you guys are offering too. So it's awesome. Thanks. So at Chapeo, you know, you guys offer, you've talked about all of the different visibility solutions that you guys have, such as ocean visibility, carbon visibility, but as well as AI insights and collaborative networks, all of which are so vital for running a seamless supply chain, especially from a transportation perspective. So with that, what are some of the business benefits that you're seeing companies achieving with those solutions? It's a great question. So there are benefits that are related to the top line and some that are related to the bottom lines, right? So if I start with the top line, this whole concept of using visibility to increase customer experience, increase customer satisfaction can be actually measured. And we have a lot of our customers that are measuring it. We are sometimes surprised to see that a lot of our industrial customers are calculating an NPS, a net promoter score. It's not always a metric for startups, tech startups. It's also something that is used into the industrial world. And the impact of being able to inform your customers in real time on your NPS is huge. And this can be very easily measured. If you are not happy with my service, what is going wrong? Uh, is it the product itself? Is it the price? Is it the delivery service? And in most of the cases, you will realize that the customer that is buying, I don't know, chemical products, you are never really surprised, right, about the quality of the product you are buying. You know that when you are buying polymers, I don't know, you know that you're going to receive polymers, right? So you're not going to be surprised about the quality of the product. But most of the surprise comes from the supply chain and from the delivery service. I'm late, I'm not delivered to the right place, et cetera, et cetera. This has a huge impact on your NPS and your overall customer satisfaction. And of course, when you have a bad NPS, customers are not coming back, they are not ordering more. And this has a direct impact on your revenue. So the impact on revenue is very tangible and can be measured at our customers. And then you have all the bottom line topics. You have the whole topic around resource allocation. So how can I gain productivity in my staff, whether we are talking about productivity in the stores, in the distribution centers, in the plant, by being able to anticipate the delivery time. So this is definitely one big topic, in increasing personal efficiency or resource allocation. Inventory management is a huge one as well, especially when we are talking about international shipment, ocean shipment. Uh, if I know that I'm going to be late 10 days before or five days before, and I know exactly where is my stop, my stock in transit, uh, I can sometimes reduce my buffer stock. And of course, having stock in transit costs much less to the companies that are having buffer stock sitting somewhere in a warehouse. So that's also a big topic. Cash flow management. So how can I, for example, increase the invoicing to my customers because I have the proof of delivery that is coming faster to me? Uh, this is also huge. Uh, and we see that at, at many customers. Uh, improving supply chain planning. So if I know exactly what is the lead time for this route, uh, I can better plan for the future. And better planning, better lead time means reducing your transportation costs. You can also re reduce, you know, all the expedites, the urgent transport. So if you know exactly when the truck or when the container will arrive and you can anticipate the delay, you can avoid ordering an air shipment, for example, which is very costly. So there's a lot of benefits that are also associated to the top line, which we, we measure with our customers. Great. Great. Thank you. Lucien, since we are nearing the end of our podcast, we love to hear when it comes to levering data and improving visibility. So what is your future of supply chains in your opinion? It's great that you have the questions in because we are actually la launching a new innovation these days, which we call 
transportation process automation. And we believe that it's a logical next step of visibility. And this is actually the future. Making transportation process automation is about relying on high data quality, real-time and high data quality to make visibility actionable, to be able to take a decision uh, with accurate visibility. So this is what TPA, what we call TPA, transportation process automation, is all about. It's about automating your decision-making process Mm-hmm. thanks to accurate and high-fidelity data. And that's what we believe is the future of our category, at least. Visibility is going towards automation, workflow, collaboration, thanks to accurate visibility. And why we are only launching that today? Because it's been years and years that we are focusing on providing the highest data quality to our customers. And it's nice to talk about automation, workflows, collaboration, but if you don't have good data quality, you have nothing. So we spent a lot of time in R&D in the last few years, making sure that we are number one today on data quality. And I think that's something that is proven by the market. Uh, if you read all the Gartner and mm-hmm. the analytics mm-hmm. reports, Chico <laughs> is really the highest vendor in terms of data quality. And now that we have that, we can go towards process automation. We can make sure that our customers can rely on our data to automate their processes. So if you ask me about the future, I would say transportation process automation, definitely. Wow, thank you. When do you plan to launch it? It's been launched actually a few days ago oh, at wow. a Gartner event in Barcelona. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Congratulations. We're on stage, so there are great, great materials that we can make in the future. Yeah, I guess. So cool. Yeah, well, we are now at the end of our podcast. So thank you so much, Lucien, for this great conversation and also sharing the insights. And thank you all for listening. Please mark us as a favorite and you can get regular updates and information about future episodes. Until next time, from Nicole and I, thank you for discussing the future of supply chain.